0: Hello. Tuesday, 5 p.m. It's the 6th of October. Welcome to another episode of the podcast from the Architectural Social. I'm your host, Jack Moran, joined by Stephen Drew and Will Ridgway. Boys, how are we doing
1: today? Hello. I'm all right, I'm all right I'm Jack. Good. How are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. I mean, it's been a horrible week for the weather in London, hasn't it? It's been awful. We're definitely going towards the uh, winter is coming.
1: You think, you think you've think had it bad. My roof's been leaking. I've had the builders round all day. <laughs> absolute, absolute nightmare. Juggling my job as a, as a lot of people right now in the UK, you've got your kids, you've got everything kicking on, and you still got to keep working. We still got to do it. So, um, hey. The show never stops. That's why we're here, isn't it? The show doesn't oh. stop. And so, so, it's going to be an interesting
0: uh, topic we've gone for today, Stephen. So, by our professions, we are all recruitment consultants, aren't we? And it looks like today you have decided to speak a little bit about the behind the scenes, which I think is going to be very interesting for, you know, especially candidates, um, you know, people we work with to see what actually goes on behind the curtains. So
1: why did you go for this one, Steve? Steve? Oh, okay. So there's mixed feelings because there's this funny thing in terms of recruitment where I don't think behind the scenes talked about. And before, because I used to work in architecture and recruitment, you don't really know what fully happens in the process. So there's this kind of mystery behind it of what actually goes on and everyone's perceptions very different. So if there was such a disclaimer I could put on you, because I kind of I haven't got one now, but I would say that this is. An informative, uh, an informed opinion piece. So this is, this is my opinion, having worked in recruitment, having worked in a few places, as well as working in architectural practice. And if I bang my background here, it's because I got a new green screen and it's a bit close to my chest. So if it seems like the world is moving, it's because I got a new background and I need to get it working. Okay, so recruitment. what happens in recruitment? What is recruitment? So, in general sense, recruitment is what's needed in a company when they need to fulfill a role for a job. So, to bring recruitment in terms of architecture, and now... An architectural practice is what is called in recruitment. So recruitment jargon for an architectural practice is called a client. And the client is someone in the architectural practice, which has a need. Okay. So general sense is, for instance, a big architectural practice, we have Grimshaw, Fosters, EPR, whoever, they win a project. Hooray! And they've got a few key members of staff and they need someone else to join the team because suddenly you need a certain expertise. Maybe you want to bolster the team. Maybe the project's big and you need someone on board or uh, perhaps someone's left, such as the way of life, such as the way of employment. So recruitment is when you need someone to fulfill a need. So an architectural practice will begin a recruitment process, which is the act of finding someone when they have a particular need okay and so there's a few ways in which a company will go about recruitment they will either look for someone direct which is when nice headphones will um they will they will he's not he's not clued up isn't he so i can say anything right now well can you hear me Hello. Yeah, I can. My my Bluetooth speakers went. Oh no! <laughs> I so, can't hear anything. What you said? Oh, my background information. Don't worry. So, I was just saying that in terms of recruitment, the recruitment process. Okay, so there's a few ways in which a company goes about finding someone okay, they will, they will come put a job online, they can put it on their website, and they can have an email. And so the term that is used in, again, recruitment jargon for that is direct recruitment. Okay, so it's like, I've got a practice, I need to find someone, you put a job out. Okay. And what happens with that is that you will get people apply for it. And, and the relevance to the role can be questionable and it can take time so if you put an ad out in this current market because there's a lot of people looking a market is the jargon for people looking for jobs the job market how many people are on the market the the act of finding a job or hiring someone is called market so in the jargon buster we've talked about client which is an architectural practice we talked about the marketplace so direct marketing Okay, is the best way for a company. There was probably the immediate way for a company to go about recruitment that is, in theory, efficient. In theory, it's direct. In theory, it should be the best way because you think, hey, I put an ad out. Someone applies for my role. Okay. Now, what you will find as a candidate, you will find, and candidate is the other jargon, which is you, the job seeker. So, if you think of the apprentice, and you're all competing for Alan Sugar, and uh, in terms of the job there, you are a candidate. And in this analogy, Alan Sugar is the client, and he kind of goes, mm, "Should you be right for the role? Is this? Ca- are you? Are you the best candidate?" So if Alan Sugar is looking, he will put out a job on the job market. Now, what happens is behind the scenes is that Alan Sugar is busy running his company. Norman Foster is busy at the top of Foster and Partners, and there will be a system down below him. um, Or not. And what happens is, is that when you put the application there, sometimes your application can get lost in direct. Or what will happen is that they will get a lot of applications and they will be unfiltered. So your fantastic CV can get lost in that process. And actually interviewing people, interviewing uh, you and a few other people who are right for the role, say so, you now there's an architect role and you're an architect and you've applied for this role. Actually, when going through that process takes time out of the day, okay? Sifting through CVs to find, if you are relevant or not, is um, you, you could be amongst, especially in this current market, 100, 200 CVs. And so recruitment takes time it takes a lot, a lot of time. It takes t- time in, uh, in in different situations, whereas now it's a recession, they get a lot of applications. And even during the time when things are less than a recession, which is uh, a good time for job seekers to be looking, the act of finding a job can take a lot of time. So, What is a recruitment consultant? And this is the big thing. So the recruitment consultant's goal uh, in terms of recruitment, and this is my opinion, boys, and we'll see what you guys think here as well, is that a good recruitment consultant should be able to identify an architectural practice's need on a project, learn about that company, and then seek the right person for the role go out and and kind of match make like that beautiful marriage match make the right kind of person to that position now well, that is the the crux of what a recruitment consultant is because we're kind of in the middle of everything so the thing is though is that when you are in different times of the economy, the balance changes. So, in uh, 2014, 2015, which is in between now, so smack bang in the middle of now and the last global recession, there was a big surge to find people, uh, good architects who use Revit. And a typical, oops, sorry, I'm banging everything around better be careful. So a typical person that I would go out and look for during that time was to find for a company, someone that has really, really good Revit skills. It was really, really hard. So to find someone that used BIM or was passionate and kind of would match the company's DNA so that when I would meet people and find, I would go out and look for these people and I would speak to people, have fantastic conversations. And if they had that skill set, then it was like identifying really good talent someone with really good potential and I, you would naturally rally behind their cause and go like Will Richway I think you're absolutely amazing and I can see you working at a few places and so I, what a good recruitment consultant then would do is pair the companies they were thinking of with Will's ability okay and get them get them in front of companies get their attention now In this current climate, it's shifted because what's happened is there are less jobs on the market and there's very niche requirements. So the role of a recruitment consultant right now is completely, dramatically changed. And that's why I wanted to do... This today because I don't think uh, recruitment consultants are upfront about the current market. Okay, so the job market in terms of that analogy I used earlier of how many jobs are around there, there are less jobs, and so the the briefs that I have right now, they the briefs is basically what the the client, what Alan Sugar or the architectural practice has asked me to find for a particular project. They will be very niche. So in 2014, you had architects, you had BIM coordinators, you had these specific specific niche skill sets, and it was about showcasing someone's genius in front of these amazing companies and grabbing their attention. Now it's the opposite. Now it's about uh, I take instructions, I take jobs from companies, and they're like, Steve, I need you to find, I need you, Will and Jack, to find someone who has worked four years on hotels four years with Rabbit and these construction stages. And if anyone doesn't fit that right now, as brutal as it sounds, there's a lot of demand for the role. So I have to spend all my time finding someone bang on that point. And the reason that is because it's what's called in a jargon, a client market. So now is a client market as in an architectural practice naturally because there is Unfortunately, less people with jobs right now, they have more choice. They have way more choice on who they can hire. Therefore, the balance, you imagine it like a balance. The balance is in the client's favor. Now, there's no malice to that. What I mean the balance in their favor is there's more choice. There's more demand for the role. And what that means is right now is that a recruitment consultant in terms of recruitment Think of them as a good recruitment consultant would we'll be upfront and honest about the rules they have and they will be transparent and they can say, I've got this hotel role right now. And truth be told, probably not the right fit for it. But I can see that you are talented. You need to keep on the search yourself. That is the truth. What you can't do right now is you can't afford to wait around one recruitment consultant. And, and the best thing to do is have upfront and transparent Uh, conversations say what roles have you got on right now what would be relevant here's my cv here's my portfolio and you you tell the recruitment consultant right now exactly what your skill set is and you say if you've got anything like that you let me know straight away and then you spend your energy and you identify uh jobs direct like we touched upon a little bit earlier you keep an eye out for jobs posted you're even better like all the podcasts that we've done all the webinars before you Keep in touch with companies direct. You have to go direct to companies. You have to go above and beyond and get in contact with the companies even before an ads posted. And you make all your information to a recruitment consultant like me so that when a job comes up and I get briefed by a company to find because they've just won a project, they've just won a residential scheme, but I know you're there ready, CV ready. Portfolio ready, tip top, ready to go, pouncing on it. And that is how uh, recruitment looks right now. If you are waiting on the phone for a recruitment consultant to get back to you, you're going to be you could be waiting for a long time. OK, there's a chance you can't wait around for one job right now because projects could start Projects could be canceled. You have to be realistic with the circumstance. You have to understand that this is what is called, quote unquote, jargon again, a client's market. Literally, if that architectural practice gets a project in, then they will look for someone and they will probably begin to look for direct and then use recruitment consultants that they trust, that they have rapport with, and the recruitment consultants which are reputable reputable yeah and yeah. so this goes to my other point sorry boys I know I'm going off on one gear but hopefully it's not off Shh, man, calm down. okay the other thing that is going on to is recruitment consultants quality recruitment consultants because we touched the part, we were having a nice chat before this jack about the perceptions of recruitment consultants and i think think the best analogy for a recruitment consultant i'm trying to steer away from the analogy of a state agent because i hopefully because everyone goes ah state agent and, and and i think we got a joke and address the elephant and the room that I think a lot of people have had experiences with recruitment consultants where they're like, that recruitment consultant told me a bunch of lies, sold me down the river and wasn't truthful. And unfortunately, that can completely happen because The reality is the recruitment process, which I talked about, is that we are in between the candidates and the clients. And sometimes mistakes happen. I've made lots of mistakes. They do happen, and you learn from it. And the other thing that can happen is you've got to realize that the the process is quite messy. And uh, as in it's organizing people, it's organizing projects, and organically stuff can sometimes go out of our control. But then also the quality of a good recruitment consultant uh, can show through and i the more and more I do this, the more and more I've done recruitment for uh, longer periods of time. I think that being connected as the, the McDonald company uh, slogan, which I quite like actually hashtag be connected. Uh, I think there is something th- that is interesting and important about that. And it's true that there is something about connections, but connections come from over time, mm, uh, a quality recruitment consultant being honest with a candidate sometimes saying some some things which are awkward and they don't want to hear like right now I have to tell people sorry I'm a bit slow replying to certain mails because I get a lot of messages right now so thank you for your patience um, I probably don't have a role for you right now as soon as I do I will let you know and that's the truth and it's not saying that someone's not right for the role uh, so that's correction there. It's not saying that someone's not skilled enough or they're not talented. It's just that I have to look for this requirement right now because that is what I'm hired to do, to find a few particular companies, uh, the right kind of person. Okay. So, being upfront and transparent as a recruitment consultant is important, and I think that what i 'd like for people to think about here is that when you 've used a recruitment consultant or you are speaking to a recruitment consultant, you need to think about um, you need to think about who they are, how do they look at them all right how do they look at their background if they worked in architecture fine that can be useful more importantly though, have a little look at the track record of the recruitment consultant. Have they got any LinkedIn recommendations? Have they been recommended to you word of mouth? That is the big, big thing because yeah, it helps that I worked in architecture, but that is secondary to doing a good job. And so, and, and, and what you will find in terms of recruitment is that some recruitment consultants, it's exactly the same as in architecture. It's exactly the same as winning clients. Okay. If you do a good job, you get repeat work, you get referrals and Sometimes I've, we've all dropped the ball. And I think that what I've learned is that by being honest over time, you generally and, and delivering or trying to find the right person for the right role is that people and having upfront conversations about what is the right company. Then, when I have helped someone join a company, they stay longer. Okay, so that is all from having upfront conversations about opportunities. So when if you're a job seeker right now and look, if you're in the chat, guys, feel free to ask any questions, any questions while we're here. This is what it's all about. But when you're looking and you're thinking in recruitment, you've got to think of what's happening right now. I want I think my advice would be to everyone here to review and have a little look at the recruitment consultant think about it like selecting an architect think about who you want to represent you who's going to show you in the best light and then if you have a chat with them and there's not enough roles right now take that on the chin as as that's got nothing to do with your skill set and ability that's because of circumstance but make sure that that you, you are ready for the opportunity. So you're going to get that CV and portfolio, and you're going to get it over to the recruitment consultant. And, uh, and then in, and while you're doing that, so you've thought about a few uh, recruitment consultants, you've, you've selected the few that you've got. Keep up to date with them once a week or something like that. And if you've got a job on right now, or you've been put forward for something, keep in touch with that. But what I want you to do is also focus on applying to certain companies direct okay and you can keep in contact with that recruitment consultant that you have genuine rapport with throughout your career sometimes i've spoken to someone three years ago and then i get them a job because situations change positions change and roles change and so you can over time develop a rapport with recruitment consultants with uh, and with companies so to summarise a little bit of what I've said in terms of the picture, I give my opinion on what recruitment as a big process is. This kind of messy thing that we all talk about. Oh, my background's gone wild again. It's like a bit like it's a bit like on a pirate ship, yeah isn't it? I keep, I keep feeling like I'm on the ship. Look, here it goes again. so like, oh, all my sails. You can right. make yourself
2: like you're on the ship if you've got a green screen.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. I need to turn off of that. Right, yeah, so that's what I think about recruitment. I think that that's the general summary of it. And in terms of what a recruitment consultant is, that is how, what I think their role is. And why I thought it was really important to do this right now is to acknowledge the current market so that you, um, everyone that's currently looking for a job can utilize a recruitment consultant the best way but pursue recruitment direct as well as through a few people you might find that you apply for a few companies direct and then we me and you speak about a role and we put you forward and I get you an interview right okay what I don't want is people waiting on the phone for someone and getting frustrated and you especially the truth is if you you if you are someone unfortunately newer to the industry if you are at the start of your career or if you just moved to london and you don't have uk experience okay the best person to help you is yourself a recruitment consultant right now is like what i said is probably looking for someone that's done three to four years of experience or on a particular project There's a certain requirement. So if you are entering the job industry or you have a lack of UK experience or you have a lack of experience in industry, you can still get a job, okay? So uh, you're not saying you can't get a job. Everyone's done it. It's going to be tough, especially right now, but you can do it, and the chances are it's going to be sending more CVs, casting the net further afield, and then constantly keeping an eye on them applications and doing it direct. Boys, gentlemen, my fellow colleagues, my throat is getting sore, Jack. I need that. I need that drink over there. <laughs> what, what do you think, though? I kind of sorry. I felt like I had to get a lot off my chest. And I, I hope that was a good intro. Um so, well, we'll Jack, catches his breath. <laughs> yeah well help me help me help me brief
2: you <laughs> all right yeah so um, you, you covered a lot you covered a lot <laughs> in that but I, yeah. they're all very important points uh, to bring up i think um particularly now um you know, may, maybe you could you could get away with relying on a recruiter a year or two ago when there was you know not many um when there was lots of jobs available um and so that we can Help you in that sense, but now because there's, you know, the market is sorry, the you know the amount of jobs available at the moment has shrunk significantly. We are only being tasked to find specific and uh, niche skill sets. Yeah. And so, when we when we say to you someone, "Oh, we don't, you know, you're not quite right for this role," it's not because you haven't got, uh, you know, you yourself are not a good architect. It's because you haven't. You, it's because we're looking for a very specific skill set where they have three to four years experience. But that doesn't mean you can't find yourself a job because there's plenty of jobs out there that uh, with practices that aren't using agencies, you know, they're looking mm-hmm. for direct applications. And so it's up to you to find yourself a role, but have also recruited in the background so that if anything comes through their end, they can also let you know. It's almost like setting up job alerts, really, on job boards, if anything matches a specific uh, specific job request that you're looking for, then we can give you a call as soon as anything comes through. And that's the best way to use a recruiter. It's almost having it passively going on in the background. You know, you keep, keep in touch with them, let them know what you're looking for, importantly, and also, also your skill set. And then down the line, hopefully mm-hmm. we can get in touch with you, but like I said, not rely upon us.
1: Yeah. 100%. I like that. Let me give a, a general picture of what it was like two years ago compared to now in terms of my job okay maybe that will help so let's do it what's the intro how do we go back in time boys let's bring the bells we're going back in time
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got before coronavirus.
1: go back to the good times boys if we can shut if we shut our eyes it's like the oxygen market's booming Oh, brilliant. Oh, I almost felt like I was there for a little while. Oh, okay. good times about the coronavirus. <laughs> In the good times. Yeah, okay. So, But we're going to be survivors, right? You, you appreciate the good times by surviving now. So a year or two ago, typically I would have 10 to 15 requirements. Okay, requirement jobs from companies. And it would be companies that I build rapport with and they would say over time, Either they would give me a job description or they would say, Steve, if you find anyone that you think is exceptional, that you think fits our profile because you've met us, you understand our company, we always want to know, okay? And then I could get a particular role where they're like, I'm looking for a BIM superstar or I'm looking for someone who's won amazing schemes. So I would go around shortlisting people for those roles. And they would get jobs. Or, oh, and the other thing is uh, that I could, uh, a good example is that I would meet, for instance, a part two architectural assistant. And uh, well, you know exactly what I'm thinking of. Amazing. Cause I always use it. I always, you're going to start rolling your eyes, Cause I always say that part two. Da-da-da. And I met a part two and he was passionate about BIM. He wanted to be a BIM coordinator. I could see him. And it's like, how'd you get there? It, Cause it's, it's really tricky to do. And, and it was kind of like, on paper, this talented individual who was fantastic to me, I met him in person, he was really great, and he had something about him. And in his CV, I could read between the lines for like the matrix code, and I was like, there's something here. The chap was paid uh, 28000 at a company, and he was well-valued. He was looked after. What the problem was, though, is that he was technically still a part two. And he wanted to be a BIM coordinator and as good as the company was. And this is where I'm getting that. See, because a lot of the stuff that I come across in terms of my message in terms of recruitment, it isn't about people working in awful companies. That's a very small. Part and even then, that is normally subjective to what the person wants. What you find a lot of the time is someone's in a job and they can't progress because the company's great, but there's no scope. So, in this analogy, he wanted to be a BIM coordinator. We sat down, we went through the CV and portfolio, we restructured it to Pop, pop and appeal to a company and, and they, they could appreciate his skill set. So in the role of a BIM coordinator here, he would fit. He went for three or four interviews and got a salary of £40,000 up from £28,000. And it was the perfect story of he was happy. Okay. Had a massive pay rise. And do you know what? He was great. He still is great. And he's done, uh, he's done so much since then the new company has allowed him to effectively go and become a BIM manager. That is a really good uh, uh, example of transforming or good recruitment as in uh, being somewhere and wanting to do something else or wanting to progress. And sometimes you have to move sideways. And it was because I knew the industry that we had this nice chat and we approached certain companies and we got the job. See, very tailored the, um, towards the person looking and getting the person the options based upon the experience on the right kind of company. Now it's a completely different world of I can speak to someone and say I have. Uh, so last week, OK, I, I my jobs change daily or weekly right now. I get a new job. And then it, it you about finding someone efficiently, and then the job is closed. You fill the job. So uh, I recently filled a job where it was someone who has worked on a lot of large-scale residential, and there's another job on like hotels, right? It was finding someone with hotels, and it was efficiently going through it. And it's the same thing for residential. The hotel expert was not going for the other role, residential, okay? The shortlist for this position was people bang on the brief, and uh, it was a case of going out, representing the company, saying what the role was, and identifying whether they meet it, and then putting someone forward. There's a few examples now of speaking to someone where... I think they will fit really good at the company. And unlike before in 2014, where there might be, it would be me speaking to a director and trying to get them a position at the company because the director trusts me. They still do trust me a lot, which is why they'll answer the email. But Matt, there go, Steve. Sorry, you don't have that role right now. You focus on that residential role, yeah. You make sure you get that role. We don't want someone on Jeff's team. We want someone on Mark's team because right now we've got to be a tight ship, Steve. And the recruitment is very specific towards the needs of the company. So it's very different. Gone is the time right now where it's like Britain's Got Talent, and I'm on, and I'm on the bench going, "You're amazing." You're going to be a star. Now it's, uh, you're going to be a star. I can't help you. You've got to go direct. I've got to find the guy who can knock out, or lady who can knock out the drawings on this uh, residential scheme. I need to find out the person that's done elderly retirements. I need to find the data center expert. I need to find the pop-up retail expert. I need to find the office consultant. Yeah, Cause that's that's what the role is, that's what the market requires so you have to look yourself you have to be your own you have to be very strategic right now if you're looking for a job yeah you can't afford to wait on Uh, recruitment consultants you can't afford to wait on one source you you have to still speak to good recruitment consultants of course right because we uh because we can offer value if you are the right if you have the experience i need right now i will get you in front of a company and i will get you a job if you've got that experience as much as i like you as much as i think you're great We can go for a virtual beer and we can wear a gas mask any time of the day. I need to make sure that you fit that requirement. And if not, unfortunately, and if I'm slow answering an email, it's because I'm inundated with emails and I don't want to be rude. And I think it's really important to get back to everyone. and I will get back to everyone. I just got this massive backlog. Yeah. And that's because the truth. The truth is that's where the market is right now so it's like homework i want everyone here come on guys come on down i want everyone here as an exercise to think about who is a good recruitment consultant What, what, what what do you value honesty reputation understanding the industry track record look at people pick who you want have a conversation about them and um and have, an, have a real conversation i'll go like look i understand this bit difficult right now have you got anything for me no okay can you do me a favor if you got anything can you are you, are you gonna let me know yeah great cool and the other thing to be aware of do not let a recruitment consultant send your cv everywhere in london Let's talk about that. Fun little point. This will get everyone going here. You will be amazed at sometimes the bad practices which happen in recruitment. And you have got to stake control of the process. You can be misled by people which are not ethical. So think of like the, the morality, okay? There's going to be people that want to, unfortunately in life, uh, get something done, get you in the door, that kind of attitude. It's a bit like a, um, an architect or, heaven forbid, someone who's not an architect doing a building and just whacking it up. <laughs> that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. And then you go, hang on, my conservatory leaks and it's like that with recruitment is that yeah an unethical recruiter can go oh yeah 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 it's perfect Yes, yeah, perfect yeah, it's the best company oh you're gonna get this you're gonna get that i promise da, da, da. oh you can do the commute in two hours and then you end up thinking like oh yeah i'm gonna go there and it's not what the recruitment consultant said it's nothing like it and you'd be misled now that is a slim chance of what can happen And it does happen in life. It does happen like you can get an an effort. You can get a bad job on architecture. You can get a bad job on, on, on fixing your car. You can get a bad job as a builder yeah you can you can so you can get a bad haircut. It's exactly like that. Unfortunately, this is what's called a service, so you really need to vet the right person for it. You really need to think about who you want to use and have honest conversations. So when you speaking to a recruitment consultant, you need to make sure that a, you trust the person and you also remind them not to send your CV out to any jobs without your permission, you should ask an email for the recruitment consultant to verify beforehand, <laughs> beforehand, before you send your CV, where, are you gonna, where that CV is going to. If your CV's popping around London, yeah, imagine like the three of us here, okay? you got me up in the corner, you got Will over there, and you got Jack. Let's pretend we're all in different companies. If you tell us all to send your CV wherever, okay? I might send your CV out and say one thing. Jack might send your CV out and say another thing, and then Will's going to say uh, something terrible. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> why am I the terrible? <laughs> <one>? <laughs> I'm teasing you, and you would get a reaction. But I might say that you were looking for a job at thirty four thousand. Jack says you were looking for a job at thirty six thousand, and then. Well, it's going to say you're looking at 35,000. The client gets all of your CVs. The architecture practice sees your CV from one company, two, three. Like, oh my gosh, does this person even know who Stephen Drew's architects is? I'm feeling unloved right now. So when you get to speak to a, a, um, a recruitment consultant, find out who they're working with. Okay. Send your CV and portfolio first so that they can understand what you're about. Read your CV and go, hmm, I think you would be good to work at this company and this company and this company. Can I please have your permission to put you forward? Because I know the director. I've worked with them before. I've got a track record. Ask these things. You know, who do they know? Uh, is it going to the receptionist or not? Put it to the right person. And or if they, so, with a few companies where I know the directors, I have more rapport with them. Joe Bloggs, I think this this guy would be amazing for your team. I see something in it. He's very Jack Moran-esque. Okay, Jack. And then you go, oh, yeah, all right. I, I, I'm more interested. Find out the track record. Find out the rapport they are. And if you find out that your CV's been sent without your permission, oh, my the. uh Oh Lord! I to swear. Are we, are we, if I can
0: just interject, we are evidence that that has happened. Probably it three of us. It happens. And all the time. What, is, what, what? What do the clients always say? They always come back with, you know, we've already had this CV and portfolio from X amount of agencies, and it honestly just devalues the person so much, doesn't it? So it makes him. I think it makes them look a bit desperate, if anything.
1: Wow, well, and is and it's confusion, and that confusion can stop you getting an interview. Yeah. So you are constantly need to be in control when you speak to a recruitment consultant and where your CV's been sent to and go through that. Do not ever send your CV around London as you'll be known as, as Jack says, you'll be devalued and you will be that guy, that CV. Yeah, oh. It's his CV again, isn't it, Will, you know?
2: Yeah. It's this, um, I think when if, when the uh, whoever the CV has been sent to, whether it's the director or someone in HR, and they get the same CV for the third time that day, whilst they might not necessarily um, you know, blame you for it, they'll probably blame the recruiters for it. What can happen, though, is that it subconsciously makes them have a negative um, for every time they see your CV. And that can impact on you getting to the next stage to an interview because they've they immediately seen your CV for the third time and it's just frustration for them. It has nothing to do with you. It's the fact that they've just seen it constantly. And so that's why it's important to keep hold of, um, you know, know where your CV is being sent. Find out, um, you know, only get your CV to be sent once you've got the permission. It's like you wouldn't, um, if you got a... Um, if you want to have a conservatory built, first of all, you would look to find the best builder for the job. You wouldn't just pick the first one. You want to find the track history, find any reviews, whether that be in recruitment, or be on LinkedIn, maybe, maybe Google reviews. Find out who it is first. And then also make sure that they stick to what you have said. The last thing you want is for another two conservatories to be built. You only want one. You know why would why would you let them go off um, go off and build another one without your permission? So make sure that they stick to where they're going to send you and where you've said yes to. So that if you do work with more than one recruitment agency, or if you're doing direct applications, it means that your applications don't duplicate up, so that it avoids any confusion, any embarrassment. Um, that's
1: what I would say. I love it. And I want everyone to think about, right, that I remember the one time I put someone forward for a role. I got the candidate's permission. I've got along very well with the director. And while I was organizing the interview, the director sent me an email from uh, a recruitment consultant of who I shall not name uh, that had sent the CV of the candidate who i was booking for an interview to the company so he was like steve what's this and i'm like i have no idea and what was awful about it is that this other recruitment consultant said a lower salary so it confused it. so i had to i had to basically stick up for the candidate stick up for his worth and and then Spoke to the candidate, the candidate, so the architect who's been put forward, I had no idea that this ever recruitment consultant done it. And then I, you know, I encouraged the, 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 the candidate, the architect to go, you need to speak to this guy and say, where have you sent this CV to? Because if it's gone to one guy, chances are it's gone to loads of places. And what was funny was that recruitment consultant acted like, oh like I don't know what's going on. Oh, it must have been a mistake and this is the point it's like everything else. You can catch out people doing this stuff, and the good news is in the current world we are, the word of mouth spreads fast, online spreads fast, so you, by and large, that you have a lot of good recruitment consultants there are, I've know a lot of people in architecture there's a f- quite a few companies that I respect. I mean, I joined McDonald and company because of the longstanding reputation they have. And in terms of architecture, while leading the team, there was certain qualities I could instill in how I want to go about a team. Yeah. There's a few recruitment consultants that I quote unquote compete with, such as White Space. I really value the <laughs> recruitment that they do. And I think it's good that there's other people that are good like that because uh, white space is a good practice. I like I like that they they do a good job, and it keeps me in check as well. And it's like that friendly thing of you know it's like two architectural practices trying to bid for the work together who are good. You know, it's like going up on someone you respect. Now, where I get frustrated is with um, companies which I think do not have the candidate's value at heart, do not have you, the architect's value at heart. They don't give a... Because I can't swear because this is going to go on. They They don't give a where you go. They don't give a what price you get. They shove you in the door and shoot off that ain't good but luckily it's the minority and what you can do in this process you the person you decide who wants to represent you you decide who you want to speak to you decide the companies you want to go to so You have the power to take control of that process. You're going to be respectful. You're going to speak with companies. Sorry, you're going to speak with architectural recruitment consultants that you want to work with. And yes, they're going to bring a value, and you're going to treat them with respect. You're going to treat them like you're a team. You're going to to look up to people who can offer you value, but then you're also going to view them equally. Okay? So if someone is misleading you or you feel that they're doing something wrong, all them out on it. Where have you sent my CV? If that recruitment consultant can't substantiate where you've been sent and they can't document where that's been in, in the conversation, then that is someone I would not want to work with. If a recruitment consultant calls you out of the blue and goes, Jack, um, yeah, oh, good, good. do you know what that is? Oh, I, I met a company this morning and it's just, I didn't mention your name, but they want to meet you. Do you want to go for it? If, if, if anything feels suspect like that, what's happened is there's a chance your CV's gone without your permission. Yeah? Because someone's feeling worried or maybe they're desperate in the current climate and doing things which without your permission, and that is illegal. Someone should not be sending your CV without your permission. And the GDPR, you have the right to ask that. Get mad, get angry, get angry that people have been doing this for a while. Shouldn't be doing it. But the good news is good recruitment consultants, it's like anything else, if a good architect like you guys in the future, like what you do, they are worth their weight in gold, and I and and this like when I'm hiring for all my team or you know like, uh, we all can make mistakes. Things happen. Things don't always go our way. Sometimes mistakes have happened. I've once you know made one or two mistakes in recruitment, and you you know believe it or not, guys, I'm not perfect. Um, but- yeah (laughs) we're all human but it's about going around that and what i'm on about is mistakes can happen sometimes that unfortunately you can't get the news that you want in terms of job and oh you feel like oh no um Things sometimes go wrong in the process. Sometimes roles get changed. Sometimes uh, we don't always get the feedback we'd love to give you. Sometimes things don't go your way and the job goes to someone else. But what I'm talking about is every recruitment consultant, who, if they were in goal, should be honest, okay? It doesn't mean that – and what I'm on about there is not that the process goes perfect because we are always just trying to go – we're trying to help you out the best we can. What I'm on about is honesty because you – I can – be Always be honest with you. Sometimes people don't, don't want to hear honesty, and that sometimes gets me into, I will not say trouble, but there's a way of going. I have sometimes, you have to, to be kind, I have to tell you things which are not ideal. And that's what this is now. Okay, if I wanted to say, I am the best recruitment consultant and I can guarantee you a job, speak to me. Oh, oh my chicken wings are going there. If then, yeah, great. I'll, maybe I'll get a few more CVs coming to my inbox. But where that's not honest is because I might not be able to reply to everyone right now, or I might not have the right role for them. And so, The best thing I can do is to speak openly, offer my opinion piece and how to go about the process. And then hopefully, when things change, or if I've got a role which is relevant to your experience, yeah, we can do that now. But I'd love to work with you in the future. And I'd love to have you have this open and honest conversation right now. And we should be talking openly about recruitment. And that's what this one's about. So this one is more about you as a job seeker finding a job weathering the storms right now and then in the good times remembering hey you know you can definitely look around they'll be playing too many games no one you know you got to get a balance right so we can go through that next week what i want to talk about is it from a client's perspective How to the best to use the recruitment consultant, the value of a recruitment, good recruitment consultant uh, in this time looking for something specific as well as searching for the right talent and also how the recruitment process can be difficult and maybe a few things how to make it easier. So this is for the job seeker. So, uh, sorry, guys, this has been a little bit heavy on me talking. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I. But I hope, Jack, it, Have it was invaluable. I think
0: you covered the fundamentals of the importance of a recruitment consultant and the difference between a good and a bad one, but I did like your point about the CV going, you know, left, right and centre around London. Um, the thing is, because people might be so unaware of it. And like you said, you know what a, a bad consultant may do in just saying, oh, I spoke to this practice this morning. Somehow they want to see you, even though you don't know that I see Yeah, awful. You know, that's All a common awful. thing. And I definitely Mental. think that plays a part. And you know, we were speaking before Stephen about how um, there's certain, you know, negative connotations to a recruitment consultant were you know the way we're sort of viewed um in the market but like you said a good recruitment consultant will have that thick skin and he won't be a yes man so he's not going to speak to a candidate and just be like oh you're amazing you're this you're that you know so it's all it's all it's all sunshine and flowers that you know like you said yeah and then nothing happens exactly If you if you say to someone look, you know there's nothing going at the moment, you might you may be an exceptional architect. However, the, it, within the sectors you've worked in, there's not much happening. Um, having said that, why don't we keep in touch? If anything comes through, I'll let you know. That's why I think you know in recruitment, like especially me and Will being a sort of you know lower level than Stephen, what we tend to find is that at the moment, as well as sourcing jobs and trying to bring in our own roles, we are building connections, and that's quite this is quite a strong part of being part of McDonald and company, um, you know, really do value connections. And it goes back to saying that, you know, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I definitely think that's why a large part of recruitment consultants job, especially at the, uh, you know, first few years is trying to establish those contacts. What you're, the work you're doing now, a few years down the line, they might say, you know, Oh, Jack will, we, we, you know, we spoke to you ages ago and nothing on at the time. Could you now help me find a role or I have a role that needs, you know, people for it. Um, yeah yeah you know i I definitely think you've covered some uh, good fundamental ground Stephen. and
1: uh, yeah and that's why um and then that's what i i really respect about um us as a team or more specifically uh you two as well and what i value is um you don't come from an architectural background it doesn't mean i think that compared to a lot of uh, it, it doesn 't matter if you've got a background in architecture what it 's all about is understanding architecture, caring about architecture, being around architects, and being honest that 's number one, and my background in architecture covers us all because and actually. Um, How many architectural practices have we been to? It's going to the companies, learning the companies and meeting people. Okay, yeah, we can't meet candidates right now because um, Zoom and I'm guilty sometimes of. I meet a bit less people than I have done in the past. But what I do now is it's interesting because when I start in recruitment, I do think it's good to go through someone's portfolio. But what I like to do right now is I can go through the portfolio, but I like to cut the crux of what someone's looking for in a nice way. I'm like, what's really happening? Where are you at in life? What are you looking for? Because the technical details or, and that, that, is important and we can come to it but the more i know what you're looking for and where you're at in life and the more we can have that honest conversation the better steve i've worked long hours and i value what i've done at joe blog's practice i've got a kid on the way my priorities have changed i want to balance you know or the other way you're like i want to give it my all i want to work for um, an amazing company which is always in disease great we can do all that we can have open conversations if you give me an open conversation i can help more and that's why me being open about the current situation right now and my thoughts about recruitment hopefully i can help you i can't reply to all the messages right now um i feel awful that uh, i've still got loads to go through today i sent messages out on linkedin last week i gotta get back to ah! i almost want people to kind of look at this video and 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 uh, have an open conversation it's uh, there's a little part of me, and that's why we choked earlier, there's something nervous about talking about the behind the scenes or behind anything, but there shouldn't be. And it's scary for me almost to come up here live every week and, and us as well. We, this, we were, we've been doing podcasts which have been live in a... Uh, small audience now we're, we're on we're on linkedin we're on youtube we're on this stuff and we're talking about things from the heart and so i'm shooting from the hip i don't have a script this is all freestyle okay based upon raw emotions and meaning and coming from experience and if you're honest to a, a recruitment consultant and i'm going to try i'll always try to be honest back um I, I, I let me rephrase i will always be honest I will. Sometimes, though, it's not what you want to hear, and I've got to say it honestly in a nice way. And that's how right. you want people respect, though, isn't it, Stephen? Yeah. It? And, and that's why, I'm, yeah, and it's, and sorry, it's, that's why. Like right now, is that no one should panic. It, it's a difficult time, and that's why I'm saying you can use a recruitment consultant. The best person to help you is right now is you. The best person to decide who to work with is you. And I'd love to work with you. And, and 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 but it's that thing of I I help people that are open with me, and I'll be open with them. And it could be now or in a few years. And sometimes I can get the hole in one, and you will think I am the miracle man. And I've had a few of them where they're like, oh my gosh, Steve, then and that because everything went the perfect way, and it could have been hard behind the scenes. But there's other times where I've not been able to help people there's been a few people who I think are exceptional and not managed to get them a job. And that is due to circumstance. I will always try. But what I do always try to do, and this is the same for any professional, is have that honest thing, have that chat and help. So, oh, you can see, look at that. Okay, so I think so we, we should, should end up. It- green screen,
0: if anyone yeah. else is wondering why screen. he's so into it, he's uh, a... Ah! Oh, Not that the, the production value is uh, stepping
1: yeah. up. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I've just got to learn to zoom the camera in and then I'll get out. Well, next week we're going to do a soundboard. So a little bit of a serious tone, but with uplift. The point is we are getting there. We are being honest. And you can find the job. You can do it. You can do it. And it could be through me. And it could be through you. But you got to keep doing it. So... I think if you're happy with it, Will, because I think Jack echoed it. You had a really nice thought earlier. What I would like to say to anyone out there, so we can all be found uh, at McDonald and Company, great recruitment company, been around since 1994. RICS, basically the official partner of the Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors. I lead the architecture team. And the other thing that we have, let me bring the banner down. If you're not joining there, join the architectural social. Oop, 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 oop. Is that, is that the
0: most engaged uh, architecture community in the world?
1: I think it is. <laughs> wow. Wow. We're, we're all striving for it. We're all going there. Definitely growing. The Architectural exposure was born when uh, we were all on furlough. I thought it would be a great uh, community to talk about honest subjects like this and you know, of course, I post jobs that I work on there, but it's a really engaged community. We've done loads of these webinars and we talk about how to help yourself from the from the get go, how to take control of the recruitment process. And I really want everyone on there to look at these videos and kind of soak in them, enjoy them, but they're there to be used. Okay. It's just because you and I me and Will were having a giggle about this earlier. It's like everything else. I got like so many business and self-held books and audible and when i listen to them they're great you need to implement them in real life so i want everyone here to think about exactly what i said and start applying it to what you do go and listen to one of the podcasts that we've done and the webinars have a little look we've got industry experts on there on the architecturalsocial.com we've got a free podcast and free community to join get involved get the conversation going be active The people in life that do well, I say it every week, Jack, and I believe it more and more, and the people that give. We have everything from a book club to take your mind off the current situation, the current, ah, if you're getting stressed out, you're like, I can't be dealing with Boris Johnson on the news again. Book club, book club. Have a nice time. And then we can also talk about nitty gritty stuff like recruitment. And I offer my perspective on that. But there's more than just recruitment on there. It's about anything you want to share, anything you want to showcase your work, anything. I offer and talk about recruitment because that is my job. It's the stage is yours. It's what you want to make of it. So definitely check it out. Definitely register. We're also on YouTube. We're on Spotify. Spotify. I'm all down with the crew. We're all there. <laughs> so uh, I think that's me. Uh, Will, are you happy for that? You
2: any, yeah, any I'm, I'm happy that. I think you've got a no, no no pearls of wisdom from me. I think uh, you've done all the wisdom today.
1: Okay, I've got a question. Who's in them pictures in the corner?
2: Uh, it's me and my brother. Uh, not
0: me. It's not me, and, me and my brother. <laughs> my mom's
2: over there, but you can't really see that one. Yeah, and then yeah. that's me. But that's what I had here. So, you
1: know, it was a long one. you ago. get me, <laughs> and just put it... Is it launch lunch right <laughs> now? It's yeah, like it on green screen. <laughs> yeah, it, I, right, it's like before and after. You're all chiseled Hulk Hogan, and I'm like the subway man before you went on the subway diet. <laughs> okay, um, Jack, a um, I, I loved your wrap-up. One quick thing before you do the official wrap-up. Can I see your kittens? Are they there? Let's see the kitten. Yeah yes of course you can only see one because they're both yes kitten woo kittens are making the debut yeah. you need a kitten in life right now
0: ah! do. maybe do you know on the architecture social maybe I should just have a Jack's kittens page I think so you know if anyone's cool. like
1: a bit sad about the
0: whole you know the, the, the corona world they can just
1: sort of there you are She's there you go <laughs> we had to bring that up I think Will that is the one <laughs> guess that is amazing I think yeah. I lo- I love that we need a kitten and so we kitten, oh. don't we?
0: Because you know at work when people get bored, they just start looking at pictures of dogs and kittens anyway. If anyone's like looking for a job and they're getting sad, they can just
1: say, Oh, kittens. Have a little look at the kitten. And That's if it. if you're listening to the podcast, you gotta check out the YouTube and have a little look at Jack's Kitten. And while you're there, subscribe. Oh, I'm gonna sound like one of them YouTubers now. Like and subscribe. Actually, only like and subscribe if you want to (laughs) don't worry it's about if you want to be part of it cool so i best go hey we're gonna go
0: now from everyone at the team of the architectural social thank you very much for joining us i've been jack moran your host Stephen drew will ridgeway thank you very much for your time boys guys you can find us on all our socials on linkedin you can listen to all of our podcast on spotify find us at the architecturalsocial.com and for any of you who are in the market looking for anything at the moment please feel free to visit the mcdonaldandcompany.com website where you can reach all of our contact details thank you for joining us
1: oh yeah great oh i'm banging everything bye okay thank you bye everyone Bye -bye. bye bye